In the years since I stopped watching television, I've never forgotten the Teletubbies. Something there hung with me, a foreboding. Something that the digitally enhanced colors, childlike music, and fluffy impish dancing couldn't wipe away. Something dark, darker than most expect. And no, I'm not haunted by the alleged liberal agenda of the show. I don't care that a bunch of right-wing folks feel threatened by some puffy dancing TV people. No, it was something else that I couldn't put my finger on. What was it that resonated so deep in the core of me about Tinky Winky, Dipsy, Lala, and Poe? I woke up one night in a sweat. The revelation came to me and it shook me to my marrow. It's so much more complex than any child can grasp. So thick is the subtext that it could be misinterpreted or missed completely by the adults that are watching. Maybe those that feared the agenda only had it partly right. It's not a liberal agenda. It's simply a warning. Teletubbies is a dark Orwellian nightmare about genetically engineered slave class creatures being systematically trained to become part of our society. In order for you to see what I mean, you just need to watch an episode. Just see one and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Then perhaps the words that follow and the evidence I provide will resonate with you like it did with me. While no backstory has ever been provided on the show about where the Teletubbies are or even where they come from, one thing is clear. They are not in control of their own destiny. Three things control their day-to-day -day lives. First, there is the voice. A tiny female voice that tells them when to eat, when to sleep, and when to say goodbye. The robotic maternal voice blasts from a speaker implanted in the ground, hinting that something larger lies underneath and is constantly vigilant. The second is Nunu, a harmless-looking anthropomorphic vacuum cleaner robot who wanders after them, cleaning up their messes that they made and passively scolding them for bad decisions. Nunu is the watchdog, the controlling tool of the powers that have placed the tubbies here. The third in the triumvirate is the iconic, menacing pinwheel. The pinwheel is the true power in Tubbyland, a mystical godhead that the simple-minded tubbies worship. When the pinwheel spins, the tubbies stop whatever they are doing and run to the top of a hill. Here they perform a ritual for the gods in the sky, trying to curry favor. They gestate and roll around like puppies having their bellies rubbed, trying to win the ultimate prize and only one is favored. Only one can be chosen. When that one is chosen, they are blessed by having the genetically implanted bioelectric television screen in their abdomen activated. The tubby is rewarded, not only by being the pinwheel's messenger to the other tubbies, a mouthpiece, if you will, but also apparently by the joy at the activation of its screen. And what does the screen show? It shows an indoctrination film. Here's the world of man and one of its customs. Learn, for you will soon join us, live among us, and serve us. A message from the pinwheel god. I call it Revnoku, just because it sounds cool. When the ritual of indoctrination is done, the tubbies return to their day, childlike and innocent. Finally, watching over it all is the sun baby, 
the innocent, benevolent soul of humankind hangs over it all, illuminating Tubbyland. You see, we are guiltless in this. We have chosen for ourselves the form of a child, an infant. What could be more guilt-free and benevolent than a cooing baby? It is a form that the childlike Tubbies will understand and not fear. A form used to hide the watchful, totalitarian eyes that peer out from the darkness. The powers that control Tubbyland have made it beautiful, green and colorful, temperature controlled. I have not determined yet if it's an island or another planet. I lean towards planet because their underground bunker they live in seems to resemble some sort of buried spacecraft. Wherever they are, they're cut off from outside influence. Anyone who has ever watched The Prisoner can make that connection quickly. Like the Aloy from The Time Machine, they are kept simple, stupid, sated, and enslaved in a place of vibrant beauty. Lambs to the slaughter. The better to devour you with, my dear. I beg you to watch and decide for yourself. It's all there on the screen, and finally, for me, all the pieces fit. Children enjoy it as they should, for the colors and nonsense. For adults, it should be a chilling warning of times to come in the future. It's a morality tale about the potential dangers of cloning and genetic manipulation abuse by those who think themselves benevolent. The Tubbies are alerting us to a future where genetically crafted androgynous worker beings with entertainment centers built into them will serve us. Slaves who will stumble and babble their way through our world, pleasing us. For we are the Revnoku. We are the soulless and moral god of their world. We demand their obedience. We demand that they perform and dance and work for us. Teletubbies is a simple warning about the encroaching darkness, the decay of the human spirit as it ages, fat, bloated, and destroying the natural world, but the world in the future, possibly. Teletubbies is about the end of the world. A few years ago, a mother and father decided they needed a break, so they wanted to head out for a night on the town. They called their most trusted babysitter. When the babysitter arrived, the two children were already fast asleep in bed, so the babysitter just got to sit around and make sure everything was okay for the children. Later that night, the babysitter got bored and went to watch TV, but she couldn't watch it downstairs because they did not have cable downstairs. The parents didn't want their children watching too much garbage. So she called them and asked if she could watch cable in the parents' room. Of course, the parents said it was okay, but the babysitter had one final request. She asked if she could cover up the angel statue outside the bedroom window with a blanket or cloth because it made her nervous. The phone line was silent for a moment, and the father, who was talking to the babysitter at the time, said, Take the children and get out of the house. We'll call the police. We don't own an angel statue. The police found both the children and the babysitters slumped in pools of their own blood within three minutes of the call. No statue was ever found. <laughs>